Hi, this is David Yaz of the Boston Podcast Network. We hope you are staying safe, sound, and sane as this year continues to drag on, and we do all that we have to do to get through this pandemic. Well, how about this? If you want to be on a Zoom call that isn't dreadfully boring, please join us for Zoomapalooza, an interactive adventure of fun, games, comedy, and who knows what else. Tickets are absolutely free, or hire us for your next office or corporate event. Just visit pod617.com slash Zoom. That's pod617.com slash Zoom. Now enjoy the following production of pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our f***ing Hello everyone, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, and welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is David Yaz. If you dig this podcast, please share it with a friend or a colleague and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Just notice one of our episodes is up over 1,200 downloads. That's not bad in the podcast world, kids. You know, the average podcast episode only gets about uh, 150 downloads, and so my thanks to Gabrielle Clemens and Ben Stitch, who are the two professionals I interviewed on that show it's um it apparently was uh, pretty cool because a lot of you clicked and we appreciate it and we thank you and we ask you to continue to share it's the podcast where we tell the stories of your city through the voices of your city i've been interviewing a lot of professionals during the pandemic to make sure people know that their services are still alive and well and still kicking and in this case still snapping because i have a shutter bug on the line and in the virtual studio he is the proprietor of Barry Bronstein Photography. Barry Bronstein himself is in the house, in the virtual studio. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> See, that's how you acknowledge uh, a crowd, the crowd on its feet. And, uh, Barry, welcome. How has um, how has your pandemic been so far? Are you hanging in there or what? Uh, yeah, definitely hanging in there, making some adjustments. So um, I'm a headshot photographer. I shoot primarily business, uh, corporate portraits, uh, do a little bit of families and stuff like that, but mostly business oriented. Um, I do on location as well as in studio and the on location business is pretty much dried up for a while. Uh, people aren't going. I wonder why. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, and that's okay. Um, so I've been shifting more of my work to uh, my studio, and which is uh, now in my garage. Okay. So, uh, you know, in order to maintain the social distancing and adequate airflow and everything like that, um, I've actually shot both in my backyard uh, and in my, um, in my garage. And uh, interestingly enough, business actually ticked up in the last couple of weeks. I think people are uh, looking to update their headshot because, unfortunately, I think uh, so many people are out of work and stuff and, and looking for jobs. But um, uh, so I've been shooting outside um, and you get the same look and the same just like it was in the studio or on location. Um, and it's just one person at a time. And sometimes what I've done for clients uh, who want to have multiple people is we just schedule them back to back. So mm. uh, people can pull up and shoot. And sometimes it's hot. Uh, so we try and do it in the morning as much as possible. But um, uh, it still works. Yeah. So. No, I, I think that's right. And, and there was a period of 
frustration and confusion, I think, at the beginning of this thing and, and continuing in many ways. But, but yeah. <laughs> when people were trying to figure out, well, what do we do and what don't we do? And yeah. I think we, we found that as well, us being a podcast company, being the, the sort of uh, audio version of the headshot, if you will. And people realize that, you know, we've been doing this remotely since before the pandemic. And so yeah. why not continue? But I imagine a lot of people said, why not, why not um, update the, the headshot? Um, so let's, let's back up a moment. And by the way, all the info about Barry is at BarryBronsteinPhotography.com. And Bronstein is B R. A U N S T E I N, Barry Bronstein Photography.com. You poor guy, you've been spelling that name out your entire life, I bet. Uh, as I can remember being a kid and, and having to spell it out for people, you know, B R A U N. Yep. It was just long, you know, other people had shorter names, but you know, you learn to deal with it. So. Yes. And of course, there were Brownsteins and Brownsteins. Oh, yeah. And oh my goodness. Yep. Yes. And so people always asking me, how do you pronounce it properly? You know, Brownstein and all of this <laughs> other stuff. <laughs> well, that that's the more dramatic version of of, yes. of you. The, the the that's your alter ego, Barry Bronstein. Um, that's what I do in the afternoon. Yes. Okay, <laughs> only in the afternoon. So <laughs> let let's back up a minute because I always find it interesting how people get into these things. Photography is is fascinating to me. I like taking photos. I'm not good at it, but the so much has changed over the years. Technology and now people think they can do everything just with their phone. And you yeah. probably lament that those people post a lot of terrible headshots on LinkedIn yeah. and the website and whatnot. How'd you get into yeah. this? Uh, long story. So I had a long career in high-tech sales and marketing, uh, almost 40 years. And uh, I'd been shooting since I was in high school. And over the last number of years, um, I started doing more volunteer work at uh, our daughter's middle school and high school and doing theater and plays and actor portraits and all of that stuff. And people were loving the work and said, Hey, can you come shoot my family? I need a portrait. I need a headshot. Mm -hmm. And so one thing led to another. And frankly, at one point in my career, a number of years ago, I just said, you know what, I'm, I'm kind of burned out and done and I need something new. Mm -hmm. So I had all of the toys and um, started studying with some of the leading photographers, actually the leading headshot photographer in the world, Peter Hurley, um, and, uh, you know, hung up a shingle, meaning put up a website, showed my work and started marketing myself. And here I am. Good on you. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. You, you might have stumbled upon a good slogan you can use during the pandemic. It's, are you frustrated? Are you cooped up? Shoot your family with Barry Bronstein. <laughs> uh, I mean, why not, right? I think a lot hey, of people hey, want to shoot. Thanks, David. I appreciate. Is marketing your strength? <laughs> That's for it's it's uh, no, clearly not. But but that one's that one's for free. Tell, I appreciate it. Tell us why professionals should care. Because uh, tell us the, the the person who says, "Oh, whatever, I've got." And there are people like this. It it stuns me still that you look on their LinkedIn or their Facebook page. A friend of mine who's a top-notch professional on his Facebook page, he's got a picture of him doing a, a toast from his 40th birthday party, and he's he's half yep. in the bag, and he, he just doesn't look yep. as bad. <laughs> Why I, yeah, do you keep I, that up there? Tell I, me about that. You know, I, it, it's it's mind-boggling. Every time I see that, I, I'm just sitting there going like, do you realize what kind of a message that sends, right? Mm -hmm. So... Um, First thing is for your LinkedIn profile in particular, LinkedIn has done some studies and their studies show that if you, that, first of all, if you don't have anything on your, on your LinkedIn profile, mm. that's horrendous. Mm. Uh, people are 
I think it's the number was like nine or 10 times more um, liable to get noticed right. if they have a picture. And then having a professional picture even increases that more. Mm -hmm. So if, if you're looking for a job in particular, or if you're just a professional, and um, by the way, LinkedIn is like a go-to place that people check other people out before they meet them. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's the first thing that's going to be their first impression is your image because the eye gets drawn to an image on a page before it starts looking at text. Mm. So think about it. You visit somebody's LinkedIn profile, you immediately go to that picture An impression gets created in as little as 80 milliseconds. There's been studies done wow. on this and uh, whether, and that impression says whether or not you're competent, you're confident, you're approachable and you're honest. Mm. And so then which, which, which may not be fair, but it's reality. Right. And, exactly. I, and I think you're right. I go I when I'm looking at someone's LinkedIn page, I'll often go so far as to click on the photo to enlarge it just to mm -hmm. see half the time you're just trying to figure out if this is the same person that you meant to look up in the first place. So you're looking at the photo. <laughs> you're looking at the photo. That, it, Exactly. Yep. And so that impression then gets created. And now if they start reading the rest of your profile, and let's say it's wonderful, and it's all of these other things, your brain, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, is sort of fighting against that initial impression. Well, the, the, this, you know, his resume or his or her resume says, this is a professional, but why is he sitting there holding you or she's sitting there holding a beer, Yeah, you know, or, or on their boat or with sunglasses on at a beach and stuff? I mean, Right. So so the the image is very important. The other thing that's happening today is because of Zoom, um, uh, people are on Zoom and some people are getting dressed up. Some people aren't. And so you have to put a Zoom profile picture mm -hmm. on your Zoom account also. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not going to show yourself live with a video feed, that picture is going to be shown. Well, what kind of an impression do you want to create? Right. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want a picture of you holding a fish on your on your cousin Sal's boat. Yes, unless uh, you're selling fish. Well, or right. You're, selling, you're a fisherman or something, right? <laughs> so, so it's all very, very important. And, and by the way, just a, a, a little side note: um, it's so important that for people in particular who are are, are looking for a job, uh, two hundred of us headshot photographers in the United States just completed. Uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, a 10,000 free headshot day for people who have been affected by coronavirus. Mm. So in all 50 states, uh, we partnered with Brookfield Properties, who's the owner of the Natick Mall mm -hmm. and here locally. And um, we all got together and we had this day where we had space and we uh, had this publicized and people signed up uh, to get a free professional headshot that they can lose for their, use for their LinkedIn profile. The goal was to get 10,000 people. I don't know that the numbers are still coming in. I know here in Natick, we had about 100 people show up and we had about we had four professional photographers here in the Boston area um, shooting that day. Wow. Wow. That, I mean, that, and talk about, you know, turning lemons into lemonade and doing something good during the pandemic. I, I also yeah. notice on your website, um, provided this deal still stands, you have here book a session in June or July, and I will donate 50% of the proceeds to the Boston food bank. Where, where did that Correct. idea germinate from? 
so part of my business model, I mean, is to obviously grow the business, but I view this as a way of giving back to the community. So I do a, a fair amount of volunteer work. Um, I provide uh, certificates for auctions for various charities and things like that. And so again, you know, looking at what's going on in the in the Boston area, et cetera, there's a lot of people who are having to make a choice between rent and food and all of those things. So I said, you know, I, I, I've got to do something to help. So this is another way for me anyway of giving back to the community uh, and, and trying to help people. We, uh, we also want to welcome Barry's dog to the program if you hadn't heard uh, he or she before. <laughs> what, what is your dog's name, Barry? Uh, it's Izzy. She's a rescue. We picked her up right before the coronavirus and she has a penchant for barking when <laughs> Uh, either I'm on a call or my wife is on a call and stuff. It's just, it just happens. Right. Where does Izzy come from? Is that short for Isabel or something or no? Uh, yeah, we just, we were just searching for a name and I call her Isabel sometimes, but uh, no, we just, you know, had a list of names and we was like, all right, let's use Izzy and it's stuck. And she's very cute. Uh, like I said, she's a rescue and, um, but she's uh, definitely a challenge and all happy. <laughs> I have been saying throughout the dogs are the winners in this pandemic because the dogs, oh, absolutely. The, 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 the owners are around all the time. Uh, whenever, oh, yeah. whenever they want to go for a walk, someone wants to take them for a walk, desperate to take them for a walk. Um, oh, yeah. so good on you, Izzy. And Izzy, you, you speak up all you want. Just let Barry get in a couple words. That's all we ask here. <laughs> so let me ask you this about, uh, photography so the 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 lid is completely off the can of worms that is um filters in photos altering photos cleaning up photos i mean heck zoom itself has a feature i'm sure you know what you can click i'm yeah. probably using mine right now because because i'm as vain as the next guy and it's just says uh make clean up your appearance or make your appearance look better or something which is amazing that it's come to yeah. this we just click a box yeah. and all of a sudden we look better it does work it's, it takes a few wrinkles off or whatever do you yeah. have a, a philosophy or a, a an attitude about cleaning up pictures after you take these headshots I, I do. So I, I have a very light touch. So mm -hmm. I will go in if, you know, I'll usually remove blemishes if there's stray hairs and things like that. Um, some people ask me to remove what I call experience lines, also <laughs> wrinkles. Right. Um, and what I tell the client is, is that I'm happy to sort of tone them down a little bit, but you want to be careful about having too much retouching because when somebody sees your, your image and then they meet you in person, mm -hmm. whether they realize that consciously or not, you've now conveyed how vain you are about yourself mm -hmm. and you're kind of maybe being a little bit disingenuous. I don't know. Yeah. So from a business perspective, um, I, I don't recommend a lot of retouching. And then on the social side, it's a similar thing, right? I mean, if you're, you know, you're trying to date somebody or whatever, and you have this, you know, great looking, um, highly retouched image, which by the way, can look highly retouched. Mm. Um, and then you meet this person and, and you're like, you don't look anything like your photo, you know, yeah. Again, you're you're now going uphill because you've created an impression about how vain you are. Yeah. So so and by the way, the way that I mitigate that is is via lighting and mm -hmm. posing. So if you look on my website, the lighting is a very, very soft lighting, which is really good for all different kinds of skin types. So the crevices and those experience lines get kind of filled in with light because what makes them show more prominently is shadow. 
That's mm-hmm. what's happening. Light isn't getting in there as much. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there's ways around that in terms of lighting. And then, you know, during a session, I try to figure out which angle that you look your best and uh, both from a horizontal and vertical perspective and what kind of an expression looks best for you. Some people, if they smile too much, more experienced lines show up. So we try and tone that down a little bit. So the best thing to do is do that in camera. But, I, you know, all of this filtering and stuff, it, particularly on the business side, you got to be real careful with that because you're sending a message that I that isn't necessarily the one you want to send. Yeah, there's no question. I, I I think I guess disingenuous for lack of a better word, but it's just phony. It it appear it can yeah, appear exactly phony. And there are people I know that I've met in person, and almost every time they post on social media, I'm looking at a different person who looks like almost a cartoon version of that person, <laughs> and it's like you're fooling no one. You're fooling no one. That's on the right. other hand, look good, right? I mean, a little bit a little bit yes. of uh, a touching up because. We all know that we've seen photos of ourselves that we absolutely love. And it's like, oh, that's a good photo of me. I'm keeping that one. And then we see some that we're disgusted by. And and yep. that's, yep. you know, it's, it's, it's all a matter, I guess, of when the camera catches you and angles and all that. What, what do you tend to do when you, in a session, do you, do you tell people to, do you have to do the thing where, you know, you tell them to think of something funny, to laugh, to take a couple of serious ones? What's that like? I've got I've got a whole routine oh, yeah? and process that I use. Yeah. So first of all, again, it starts with lighting. You got to have the right lighting. Um, just as a side note, my wife joined a, a company. Um, they brought in somebody else to do headshots. She had her headshot done. She sends it to me the day of the thing and said, "Can you fix this?" <laughs> and I was like, uh, "No." Uh, yeah. The lighting was terrible, you know. And so she came. She came back home. I reshot her beautiful work. And then the company realized that nobody was really happy. And so they hired me to, to do all sorts of stuff, for, uh, do the entire team for them. But mm. so you got to start with lighting. Lighting is critical. You never want to shoot in sunlight because you get raccoon eyes and you get these shadows and mm. everything gets washed out and everything. So, so first is lighting. Then the next piece of that is what I do is we try and figure out which side of your face is the stronger side. Mm. Uh, some people are ant- are ambifacial, which is, you know, one side is more or less the same as the other. Um, but mm. there are differences. And so th- we go through the process of look at shooting various angles, turning your head from side to side. And we kind of figure out and get a feel for what looks best and, and what's your better side. Mm. Um, and by the way, while I'm shooting, all of the images are showing up on a laptop computer. And in this case, the client is looking at a monitor that's tethered to my uh, laptop. And so as we go along, we're, we're both able to look at these images uh, in real time and see what's working and what's not working. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the next stage, now we start working on expression. And one of the things I do is called expression coaching, because you can actually coach people to look better and look more natural, <laughs> right? Right. right. Um, and, and I'll give you one example. So when people smile naturally, the little muscles on the bottom of their eyelid actually contract a little bit. Hmm. So if you look at actors and actresses, when they smile, they, they look like they're genuinely smiling because they've practiced this. And these little contractions, if you were to put your hand over somebody's mouth and look at their eyes, you can tell that they're smiling. And so the reason that a high school yearbook picture looks, nobody ever likes their high school yearbook picture is because, you know, the photographer says, okay, smile. 
and and the kid doesn't want to smile. So you get this plastic smile, which is just, yeah, it's forced Mm. and you're not really smiling. So I work with clients, first of all, to get them to relax and, you know, yeah, you tell some jokes, you say some things that are a little bit shocking. You ask them to make some funny faces, (laughs) you know, you do, you do a whole range of things and I'll probably shoot in a session over a hundred shots and we're looking for the one or two that they really like. Um, and you go through this whole process of trying to figure out uh, as a photographer, which angles are looking better and helping them with expression. Do they smile with teeth or without teeth? You know, is it a broad smile? Is it a narrow smile? And, and also part of that is the industry or the message, uh, that they want to create, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the look for a criminal attorney is going to be a lot different than the look <laughs> expression wise for somebody who's a career coach, right? right? Yep. You want the, you want the criminal attorney to look like somebody who's going to go to battle for you. You know, you don't yes. want to necessarily them to be your friend and you're not going to share your most intimate secrets with them. Whereas a career coach, you know, you're probably going to bear your soul a little bit, at least professionally. And so you want to talk with somebody who looks competent, but somebody who you, you feel like you can talk to. Yeah. And so the whole process that I've, uh, I start with is understanding their market and, and what the genres are and everything. And we discuss everything from clothing, looks, hair, makeup, expression, et cetera. And then in the studio, we're working on that and I'm cajoling them and trying to get them to relax and do all sorts of things and capture those moments that show who they really are as a person. Yeah. And that's that's precisely what you want. Yeah. And oftentimes people don't realize that if you look at yourself, if you shoot a video of yourself or, you know, record one of your zoom calls, you'll, you'll be maybe surprised by certain moments. You look a lot better than other moments. And, and certain times, you know, you look back and just like we, uh, many of us will say, Oh, I hate to hear my own voice. It's terrible when it's played back to me. If you watch your own image played back to you, you know, you would say to yourself, why do I look dead in this photo? Why, 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 (laughs) why in this, why in this clip of video do I look bored? Do I look uninterested? And then here's a moment where somebody made me laugh and now I look great. Like what, but it's, and it's probably what you said is like the, being the more natural you, but you can practice these things. I remember I used to work for lawyers weekly and we would get asked to be media experts on the law from these local TV shows. And we hired a guy, the guy came in and said, go in front of a mirror and start to say what you're going to say. And yeah. it'll and your approach will change. You will say things differently. Your face will contort differently. So, yep. very yep. interesting. Exactly. Very interesting. Exactly. Um, and, and so, you know, you go through that process and you start to see how clients are reacting and you adapt. And everybody's got different personalities. So, I kind of adapt my approach depending on who the person is, what kind of image they want to create, how well they're responding to some of the things that I do. Um, And, and, you know, for people who are just trying to take better pictures of other people, one of the things that everyone does, and they're doing it wrong, uh, in addition (laughs) to not paying attention to lighting, is that they stick their head up Mm -hmm. when they're looking to have their portrait taken or picture taken, right? Right. And you really want to do the opposite. You want to have, you, you know, my kids always whenever I'm taking pictures of them and so chin out and down, chin <laughs> out and down. And you want to do that because it, it creates just a better angle and a better look. Chin, so if you're ever chin, chin out, out and, and, down. Down, and then down, just and, like, and yeah, tilt your like head that. down a little bit. I'm tilt doing, your head down a little bit. Yeah. Our listeners call it, can't see me I, doing it, but yeah, I can see that. Yeah. It, it I mean, I, I think the, it's like a chicken, the way a chicken walks. Okay. 
with right. their head back, up going back and forth right, right. okay <laughs> it's it's that fourth that you want to that you want to capture and then just a slight tilt of the head down and that also gets the eyes focused right into the lens which is the perspective of the viewer mm-hmm. yeah i i had a, a friend who I told her that, you know, you're, uh, and I said it politely, I hope, but I said, you, you never take a bad picture. You're so photogenic. And she said, I have a secret. I, and I said, please, can you tell me what it is? And she said, it, she does, you got to do the turtle. And I'm like, oh, what's the, the turtle? turtle? And the that's tur- right. Yeah, yeah. So similar to what you yeah. said about Jay, a turtle will, will poke their head out and sort of extend their neck, which yep. I guess, I guess gives, you know, more definition to the, the face. And it doesn't make you look for lack of a better word, like schlumpy, like you're, 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 um, your eyes are down. Your your you look sullen. You look bummed out or something, right? right. Yeah, right. Yeah. It it ext- it actually what it does is stretches the neck muscles out a little bit. So if you've got a little bit of stuff going on, yeah, it makes that look better. As many of but us, it do. also as many of us do, <laughs> uh, and it also accentuates the jawline. There you go. We so all want a little bit strong jawline. Yeah, that's right. I don't want to leave the house with a weak jawline. For crying out loud, I tell people that all the time. <laughs> I say to my wife before she's walking out, she's. Stick your head out and down, neck out, chin out and down. Otherwise, you got this jawline that's not fine. See, listeners, you learned something. You're already better looking as we speak. You're welcome, America. And you can. And everybody. And by the way, everybody looks great in front of a camera. Now, why do you say that? The notion that because people always think they don't, and Mm -hmm. we're also self-critical. And I've had so many clients come in who, you know, they the, the reason they avoid doing it is that they don't like the way they look. Right. And um, my attitude is, is that everybody can look great in front of a camera. You just got to show them how. Yeah. And it's it, it, it's depressing when you go to take somebody's picture and they're like, no, don't don't take my picture. Don't take my picture. Right. It's like, well, right. what fun are you? Come on. Nobody's going to know you were even here today. Um, so, again, it's Barry Bronstein Photography. You already look better thanks to Barry. So you, it's the least you can do to check out his website and see if you want to book a session for headshots. Barry Bronstein photography.com. And once again, Bronstein's B R A U N S T E I N. We are uh, kind of up against the clock here, but we're still going to uh, stick around with Barry and play an edition of Good Stuff where both Barry and I will recommend something good that you can watch or consume or do or something during the pandemic. I just keep saying during the pandemic until that day when it ends in uh, 2029 or something. I don't know, folks. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know when it's going to. Good Lord. I hope not. Um, Before we play good stuff, let me take just one minute to tell you what we do here at the Boston Podcast Network, pod617.com. Would you like your own podcast? Well, you could be the next big podcast star. Now is actually a great time to turn it out. As Barry and I have been talking about, it's a good time to pick up these projects that you left aside, like get a new headshot and start that podcast. If you go to pod617.com, we can produce the whole thing for you from start to finish. We'll send you out a quality USB microphone on the house, and then we'll work together to create the best show you can make. We'll patch in the guests remotely. We'll patch you in remotely. Intro music, outro music, the whole deal. Pod617.com is where you go. The Boston Podcast Network in pod we trust. Okay, let's play good stuff. That's the good stuff. I'm not just blowing smoke here, Barry. You get an A-plus as a podcast guest because not only have you been engaging oh, you. and giving our listeners tips, 
but you were bopping during the good stuff intro with the B-52s <laughs> music. And that that is my barometer. Oh, do I call people out if they're not dancing? Um, so there you go. You look better when you're dancing, people. Just look at the photos. Absolutely. Yep. That's right. So, Barry, do you have something to share with our listeners? Some good thing, tip, whatever it may be to uh, brighten their spirits these days. Yeah, if you're looking for, if you're binge watching or you're looking for a good show, my wife uh, turned me on to this show, Bosch. Oh, yeah. It's it's a great show on Amazon. Uh, you got to be a subscriber to Amazon, but it's free on Amazon if you subscribe. And they did six seasons and every one of them was just, none of them were boring. It was just a fun thing to watch. They've got one more season left that they haven't shot yet, I believe, or, you know, it is, hasn't been released yet. And I'm just keep checking like every week. Okay. When is it coming? When is it coming? Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the better, one of the better crime shows that I've seen. Um, not a lot of blood and gore, but um, really interesting character and very, very well done. I watched one season of Bosch, I think. Enjoyed it. Don't remember why I didn't pick it up. Um, I'm going to play, for those that want a little teaser as to what the show is about, I'll play the trailer. So only the audio here, folks, of course. Well, what the hell, it's a podcast. Here's the trailer for Bosch, season one. Every murder is the tale of a city. I don't believe there's a better world than this one. This is the police. I think this is the only one we got. How about I buy you a drink? Call me. I know that love. Yeah, if anyone would. Feels like we're putting band-aids on bullet holes. Hands up! There's another body. If I don't take it, you'll never know. I want you in charge of this field trip. What went wrong out there? Everything. There you go! We need an airship now! You break the rules, disobey orders. Think I'm coming apart. Focus, detective. Your future is on the line. Well, you get the point. He's uh, he's a renegade cop who won't play by the rules. You've never seen one of those yeah. shows before. No, I'm kidding. It, it is <laughs> it is quite good. The, one of the reasons I was attracted to it was somebody said it's got half the cast of The Wire. And if you're, if we, did you watch The Wire, Barry, perchance? No. Oh, well, that, you got to do that next because that, that'll be good. And it's, it'll be, it's, you know, quite frankly, Bosch is good. The Wire is great. But several people, the, um, the yeah, there, there are several actors that appear in both. So Bosch's partner, um, young, good-looking African-American dude, he played a gangster on The Wire. The One of the police higher-ups in Bosch is also a police higher-up in The Wire. He, I, I'm really doing great remembering the names of all these actors. He's an even uh, taller, slender, um, just as dashing-looking African-American actor. <laughs> and uh, you heard his voice there in the trailer, and he talks like this, Bosch, you don't know what you're doing. And there are there are others as well very well put together and you you right there's there's not it's not too violent it's not too gory but it's compelling you heard the voice of a, a perpetrator who was like sort of teasing and egging on Bosch because you can't catch him and you can't find all my victims. I don't know if you remember back to season one. That was that yeah. actor, whoever he is, is great. Just chilling. I believed yeah. him as a as a, yeah. a, a terrible dude. Yeah, it's it's a believable show. You know, it's something that you could watch, and so and that's to me that's what makes it intriguing. Yeah, so I'll recommend one as well, and it's uh, called Colony. And I'm trying to remember what it's on. Is it on Netflix? Is it on? I don't know. Look it up, people. Um, but it's on. It was originally on uh, USA, I guess. We'll listen to a little bit of that trailer as well. Here it is. Los 
So you've got... Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> you stink? Or is it you? You stink? <laughs> it always helps when they talk. When this is all over. I'll leave this garage, you idiots. I'll never come back. <laughs> this is the worst part of it, you know? Husbands separated from wives. Parents from children. It's bad enough he's gone. But to see you every day hating me, born, he's my son too. You know what they do to the families of criminals. All right, so that's enough of a little teaser when they finally started talking. Come on, people who put together the trailers. Don't you know we're playing these on podcasts? You can't just have uh, um, dramatic music. Anyway, it's called Colony, and I was pleased to see that the the lead guy, whose, whose voice you heard as the dad in that clip, is Josh Holloway, who, if you were a fan of the TV show Lost, he played Sawyer, the sort of... Um, oh, yeah. You, you, oh, you yeah. remember that? And so oh, Sawyer, yeah. Sawyer was the kind of tough guy who didn't want to play by anybody's rules. I guess there's a theme developing here this morning. And um, and he's he's I've ne- this actor has never shaved in his life. He's always... Got, not that he's got a beard. <laughs> now, you know what? He I, I don't know how he does it. I don't know how you maintain a scruff of that nature, but he just owns the scruff. And if you can tell, it's this sort of quasi, not quite post apocalyptic but post event society where there there are these evil people in charge and the sort of regular joe living in the suburbs has to play by these rules or else and you'll find you find out in episode one they get called up to the factory i'm still not sure exactly what that is i need to watch more of the show but it's creepy so if you like those those shows where there's some evil lurking behind the scenes and there's, it's a search. He's trying to find, you might have heard in the clip, he's trying to find his son who has pro- apparently been taken away by these people or something. It is on Netflix, three seasons. So far, so good for me. It's highly rated, but uh, Colony, yeah. I had never heard of it until yesterday, and all of a sudden, somebody gave me a tip. So, um, well, we are up against the clock, but again, it's Barry Bronstein Photography.com. Uh, Barry, is that the best way for people to learn about you, get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. Just go to my website. You can uh, see examples, excuse me, of my work. Uh, there's some downloads available there for some eBooks to help people uh, look better in their LinkedIn profiles and headshots, uh, as well as businesses. Um, and you can book online. And obviously, if, if you have any other questions or whatever, uh, give me a call. You can also schedule a free no obligation consultation as well. And we can talk through it. And then you can decide whether or not you want to go forward with it. Fantastic. You know what? Give out your phone number. What the hell? Yeah, sure. Uh, 781-237-0495. And uh, if I don't pick up, that forwards to my cell. So uh, I can run, but I can't hide. That's right. And remember, folks, if you feel like if you feel like shooting your family, shoot them in this manner. <laughs> this manner as described so beautifully by the Jay Giles band back in the day. That would be a good and way. It's legal, too. It's that, legal. That's right. Shoot your family and don't get locked up for it. I hope you had fun, Barry. I did. This was great, David. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, and uh, stay safe. My pleasure. Thanks for being a guest on the Boston Podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. If you want your own podcast, go to pod617.com to get started. You can be the next big podcast star. On behalf of Barry Bronstein, who's doing this freeze frame thing every day, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston, just like the Jake Alice band. If you're not from Boston, though, you must be the other guy. Enjoy the day, everybody. Go take some pictures. But call Barry first. <laughs> <laughs>